You are listening to the Live Diet Free Podcast. I'm your host, Esther Avant, personal trainer, sports nutritionist, and weight loss coach. I'm here to help you lose weight for the last time without sacrificing your quality of life to do it. So pop your headphones in, go for a walk, and learn how to become the healthiest, happiest, and most confident version of yourself. Hello. If you're listening to this episode the day it comes out, it's a day before Matt is my son's third birthday. So I thought this was the perfect opportunity to do a follow-up to one of the earlier episodes about parenting lessons that will help you lose weight. It was episode 30, 34 back in July. So as soon as I recorded that one, I started thinking of more lessons. And I asked our client community for their lessons as well. And I got two incredibly good, insightful um, responses that I'm going to share with you. We're going to do five more. The first one I want to start out with is something that I'm reminded of as I'm thinking about Mattis being three, which is just mind-boggling. You know how I know a lot of you are parents and probably have experienced this too. Like the things that your parents used to say that you didn't understand, and now you do. <laughs> I remember my mom always saying, I was born on my mom's birthday. I remember her always saying, like, I can't believe that, like, I can't believe you're a year older because I don't feel a year older. I don't feel like I'm aging as fast as you are. And it really is true. I don't feel, granted, I'm living in Germany and not Hawaii, and we lived in D.C. in between. So, like, there, there are definitely, like, some, some different things about my life, but I don't feel like it's been three years. I don't feel three years different. And yet, I have this tiny human who suggests otherwise. He's been here three years. He's not a little, you know, sausagey blob anymore. He's like a full-fledged human. He's hysterical. Um, so the, t- the time is passing. So anyway, that's, uh, welcome to my brain, got a little distracted. Um, the, f- the first lesson is that the kind of cliche saying, the days are long, but the years are short, is really true. And it applies to weight loss too. By that, I mean, in the day to day, it can feel like a grind. I've talked about this in previous episodes. There are going to be days that you just don't want to do the things. There are going to be days that really drag on, like you put off your workout until the last thing you have to do today and you just want to go to bed and you're dreading it and you just feel like, or maybe you're in the middle of a workout and it's every minute feels like an hour and you're just like, when is this ever going to end? The day-to-day stuff can feel like a lot. But when you zoom out and you look at the months and the years, you realize how much can change in a relatively short period of time. Babies go from completely helpless, you know, little little potato things, potato-like things that sleep almost the entire day, can't live without you, barely open their eyes, can barely move. And then you have a one-year-old who's like probably walking, if not, you know, if not walking pretty close to it, or at least crawling, eating some foods, making some noises. 
And then you have, I'm trying to remember like what happens in each year. And then you have a two-year-old who's, you know, more advanced at all of those things. Um, and the, the changes are blatant. Nobody would mistake a one-year-old for a newborn. <laughs> the changes are obvious. And but they happen gradually. When you compare your kid yesterday to today or yesterday to last week, they're not drastically different. But over longer periods of time, you cannot deny that things have changed immensely. And the same goes with making changes to your lifestyle and to your habits and what you do day to day. You might not feel like what you're doing today is much different than yesterday or much different than last week or last month. But when you zoom out further, you see that they are. You see that even though you've taken a really gradual approach to avoid getting overwhelmed and you've focused on changing one habit at a time and each week or each month you didn't really feel like you were making much in the way of progress you you know quote unquote only lost two three four or five pounds you only changed how you were eating a little bit you only changed how you're exercising a little bit but when you make those small changes month after month and then you look back at the whole year you're like oh shoot what i was doing last year was completely different i am just a i knew you know kind of more evolved better version of myself and it didn't happen overnight it happened by me putting in the work on those long days and now reaping the benefits further down the road so that's lesson number 1 lesson number 2 is do i have i think i might have no just kidding um I'm looking at my notes. I took notes, but I used the wrong words. Um, I might I might be duplicating one, um, but I want to talk about it just in case. And it goes hand in hand with one of the others. So I might have said in the last um, edition of this, patience. If I already said that, the add-on I'm giving is to be a beginner. If I didn't already say it, then consider it too. But kids are beginners at everything they try doing. And as a spectator, it can be really frustrating. When your kid is first learning how to put his shoes on, it's very frustrating to not want to just do it for them. But they just keep trying. They might get frustrated and they might, you know, kind of <laughs> cry and scream and, and want you to do it for them, but they keep coming back to those new skills that they're trying to develop. It's cliche, but, you know, when your kid is first learning to walk, they fall down a whole bunch. And yeah, a lot of times they fall down and then they just like crawl to where they're going because they're like, eh, I know I can do this. This is easier. Kind of my default transportation is crawling. Let me just do that. But they keep trying to walk until eventually they master it. So that's what I want you to take away from this is that you also are going to need to be a beginner. And being a beginner is not a bad thing. The only way to learn something new and to get better at it is to first be a beginner. And it's okay if you stumble. It's okay if you revert back to the easier, already known way of doing things. But you need to keep coming back to the thing that you're trying to learn. Tracking your food, perfect example. There are probably going to be some frustrations in the beginning, at least if you don't have our help, um, but where you just feel like, I don't know if I'm doing it right, or this is hard, or I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to go back to what I was doing before. Or, you know, maybe what you were doing before is something like keto or intermittent fasting, where it's an easy default for you because it's familiar, but it's not actually what's going to serve you most long-term. What's going to serve you most long-term is developing this skill, building the awareness and learning how you can be more, um, how you can get results that are going to last longer and be less restrictive. 
But in the moment, it feels easier to just do what's familiar. It's easier for the kid to just crawl across the room and get the toy than it is to stumble along trying to figure out how to walk there. But you're never going to develop and progress if you don't keep coming back to that new thing you're trying to learn. If you are... If you just got a Peloton and you get on and you try to do your first beginner ride and you feel so out of shape that you have to stop early, it might take you a few days to get back on the bike. You're just feeling really down on yourself or the same thing would apply to any form of exercise. You're you're strength training or you are trying to take up a new sport. It doesn't matter what the thing is. It knocks you down a few pegs when you're not good at something. And sometimes it's a little bruise to the ego and you need to kind of tuck your tail between your legs and retreat for a minute and lick your wounds and be like, okay, I'm better than this. I'm going to show up again. I'm going to be a little bit better next time. And I'm going to keep being a beginner until I'm not. So let that be a lesson that you take from kids is that it's okay to be frustrated. It's okay to stumble. It's not okay to just decide I'm never going to learn this. I'm going to crawl around for the rest of my life. Um, Number, so depending on if patience was in that. um, So patience, I feel like I might have gone over last time, but if I didn't, patience is continuing to do those things, acknowledging it's going to take practice, it's going to take time, and allowing yourself the opportunity to put in that work. So the next one that Gray and I talk about this a lot when we think about, you know, having Madison before we had Madison is just how much having kids changes your perspective on everything and changes so much about your life and helps you think differently about things. The simplest example I can think of is like the fact that you probably need a diaper bag whenever you leave the house for the first few years. And a diaper bag is not something that was ever on your radar before. Hopefully, you didn't have to think about like, who's going to poop their pants and do we have the supplies necessary to clean up that mess? You just left the house. And this, I think, is like a very typical parenting thing is like, you can hardly remember the days where it was like, you want to go somewhere? Okay, grab the keys, walk out the door, close the door behind you. We're good to go. You have kids and then it's like a whole thing. You got to schlep all the stuff out. Like, do we, do we have the kid? Is everybody dressed? Do we have the diaper bag? Do we have the stroller? Do we have the car seat? Do we have all the toys? Do we have the snacks? Do we have the water? Like all the things. Um, it just changes how you need to think. And so does losing weight and maintaining healthy weight. You need to change how you've been thinking about things thus far if you want to accomplish that. So I've talked in previous episodes about how much your mindset matters. And if I haven't already talked about it, definitely check out my new self-paced weight loss mindset mastery course that will deep dive into a ton of this. But essentially, the way that you have been thinking and operating is what has gotten you your current result. So in order to get a different result, you need to think and be operating differently. Because your actions are driven by your thoughts, you need to start by addressing how to think differently. In the parenting realm, it's you start factoring in this other person or these other people and you take them into account whenever you make decisions. When it's regards to your weight loss, it needs to be giving yourself a pause, just like you pause at the front door and you're like, all right, do we have all the things? And you run down the list mentally. You need to get into the habit of building in a pause when you're just going through life and recognizing the patterns that have been keeping you stuck and choosing different outcomes instead, choosing different thoughts that make you choose different actions and 
just like you learn to think like a parent, you need to learn to think like a fit person or a healthy person or whatever kind of word resonates with you because your current thought patterns are what have been keeping you in this body that you're not happy in. So how do you learn to think like a fit person? I'll just use that word as like a, a placeholder. You can use whatever word you want. But how do you learn to think like a fit person? What would they be thinking in this circumstance? What would they be doing that you haven't been? And how do you become someone who, who thinks those things and asks those questions naturally? It's not kind of the exact same as like ripping the bandaid off where like now you have a kid and you have to think about it. But Think about in the very beginning when you first bring the kid home from the hospital and you're like, how is it that we're being entrusted with this human being? Like, I don't know what I'm doing. First of all, I feel like I got hit by a truck. Who's going to take care of me? And also, like, what do I do with this thing? And you forget stuff when you leave the house and you're constantly, you get out to the car and you're like, oh, shoot, we forgot the bottle. You go back in. You're like, oh, shoot, we forgot this. You go back in. And the whole thing is like taking a lot more time because it's you're not used to having to think about all these things. The same goes when you shift your thinking to being a fit person. It takes a while. You kind of do the rundown of like, for example, say you're getting into a morning workout routine. Eventually, that will become pretty natural and feel like second nature and you just kind of do the things. But in the beginning, it's like, okay, what time do I have to go to bed again? And like, where should I, maybe I should lay my clothes out. Okay, what do I need? What am I going to do for a workout? How long is it going to take me? You have to kind of go through that mental laundry list and, and check the boxes when it's something new. And then when you do it enough, when you've gone on enough trips with your newborn, you get a better system down and you start doing it more automatically and you forget things less often. Same thing goes with your the changes that are going to help you lose weight. You don't always need to spend this time pausing putting your foods into my fitness pal, adjusting the portions and seeing how much you're going to have, getting out the food scale. You don't always need to do that stuff, but in the beginning, it just gives you a basically like a checklist to run down to make sure that you're not forgetting anything that's going to help you fulfill this role as a fit person. The last two are from our amazing clients, Marianne and Lindsay. So I'm going to share their comments pretty much verbatim, and then elaborate on them a little bit, although they're so good that um, that there's not a whole lot that I have to say. So the first one was from Marianne, and this is, she first listened to last week's podcast. So hello, Marianne, hope you're listening to this one. Um, she said, another parenting lesson I need to remember for myself is be forgiving. When my kid's done something wrong, I may have been upset, but I may have gotten upset, but I always forgave them. Why are we not like that with ourselves? We're all going to make mistakes in our health journey and we need to forgive ourselves and move on. And I just thought this was so good. I'm a little annoyed I didn't think of it myself. <laughs> same, with, same with Lindsay's. Um, yes, absolutely. When the little devils do the most annoying thing in the world... You get mad, maybe you raise your voice, maybe you yell and you, and you know you shouldn't have and then you feel bad about it. But it doesn't last long. You forgive them for whatever. You wipe the slate clean. It doesn't hurt that they're so cute, but you don't hold a grudge against them. You don't weeks down the line bring up, hey, remember in September or August when you did that really annoying thing and I yelled at you. Remember when I asked you to, to clean up your room 
six weeks ago and you didn't do it. God, you're such an idiot. Like, why can't you ever do anything? Why don't you ever do what I say? Like, you don't do that. <laughs> like, at most, you're mad for, you know, a day or something. You always forgive them no matter how big the, the transgression feels. And yet, you probably don't extend that same courtesy and love to yourself. And it would be so helpful if you did. Like Marianne said, you are going to make mistakes along this process. There are going to be times that you default to emotional eating. You are going to skip workouts. You are going to do the exact thing you said you weren't going to do. You are going to feel like you can't do anything right. You're going to fall short of your expectations. You're not going to do as well at things that as you were expecting. All of those things are inevitable and they're fine. And the best gift that you can give yourself is just acceptance that that's what it's going to look like. And you're going to forgive yourself just like you would your kids. You're not going to hold some minor thing against yourself days or weeks or months or years down the line. You're just going to wipe the slate clean and move forward. You're going to accept your personal apology. Sorry, self. I didn't do the best that I could. I messed up. I'll try to do better in the future. I hope you forgive me. Of course I forgive you. This is weird. It's gone down a weird road. Here I am role playing. So um, you'll probably never hear me do voices, which will make those, um, those fake conversations confusing. Anyway, this is so good. Like I said, there's not a whole lot that I can add to it. Yes, parenting lesson. Be forgiving. Also applies to yourself. Last one from Lindsay. Once a parent, always a parent. It requires a certain level of mindfulness and effort your whole life. That effort may look different depending on where you are in the journey, but you always have to be intentional and mindful for that relationship to thrive. Weight loss is the same way. To get and stay healthy, you need the same things. Effort, intention, and mindfulness. It may not look the same in every stage, but those elements must be present for you to thrive. Parenting and health are lifelong decisions, and neither should be taken lightly. That is so good. Again, a little annoyed. I didn't think of it myself. That's probably the biggest lesson that there is. You, your parenting responsibility doesn't end when that kid turns 18. Once a parent, always a parent. And I think we tend to focus our weight loss efforts on getting to some destination. So like getting to 18. Forgetting that, yes, things will change when you get to maintenance or when your kid moves out of the house, but it's not over. You are still a parent every day. You still have to wake up and choose your health every day. You still have to be committed every day. That doesn't change. And like Lindsay said, it will look different depending on where you are in the journey. So Mattis is three. It looks much different now than it did when he was a newborn. It will look much different when he goes to school and when he's a teenager and when somehow he's a grown-ass man. But the fact remains that I will always be his mom. And just like for you, the first couple weeks or couple months of losing weight 
looks much looks and feels much different than once you're kind of in the groove and everything feels easier. I've talked before about how you kind of have to have to get yourself over that hump and how many women get kind of stuck on that um, on the hump and, and come rolling back down. The beginning is tough. Just like when you bring the baby home and you don't know what you're doing, the beginning of your weight loss journey is tough too. That's why coaching can be such a game changer. But you don't necessarily know what you're doing. You're figuring things out. Things are new. You're having to make all of these changes and it doesn't yet feel easy. Doing your first diaper change is way different than like your you know 150th where you can do it with your eyes closed. Just like the first day of tracking your food feels much different than three months down the road where it takes you a matter of seconds. Doing your first strength training workout feels much different than when you've been at it for two years. You're not, have no idea what you're doing. You don't know where you should be feeling it. You don't know what you look like. You don't know how heavy to go. And then you do. (laughs) It looks different, but the effort needs to be there. The mindfulness, the intention needs to be there. When you then transition into maintenance, when you maybe stop tracking your food, when you start training for a performance goal rather than just being focused on weight loss, when you are where you want to be and the goal is just to remain there, that looks different than when you were on the road to getting there. But what remains the same is that you still need to show up with intention. You still need to decide today, tomorrow, yesterday, all the days, this is a priority for me. This is something that I value in my life. And therefore, I'm going to do the things that are required of me in order to continue being this person. I've talked before about how I've been exercising consistently for almost 20 years. I don't really think about it anymore. It just happens. But it happens because I make it. It would be easier for me to wake up and not exercise. But I do it because every day I choose my health. I know it's going to make me feel good. I know it's good for me. And therefore, it's worth doing. Same thing with food. I don't need to track my food anymore. A lot of the times I would rather eat pretzels or trail mix or chips or french fries or burger or any of the things than something more nutritious and better aligned with my goals. But I choose to keep those things at the forefront. It's not to say never have those things, but it's what you do most of the time that matters. So exactly like Lindsay said, that intention and mindfulness needs to be there every single day, regardless of where you are in the process. And you just wake up and you are a parent. You are committed for life to that person, even though At some point, they're not going to need you to drive them to and from all of their activities anymore. And maybe they only call you once a week. The relationship will look different, but it's always part of who you are. And taking care of your health, both your mental and your physical health, needs to be part of who you are for forever. So I thought these were incredible contributions to this episode. And Lindsay and Marianne, thank you so much for sharing them with me and with all of the listeners. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. If you didn't listen to the first installment of Parenting Lessons That Will Help You Lose Weight, go back to episode 34 from mid-July and give that a listen. And give your kids a hug. They're teaching you a lot about not just parenting, but how to take care of yourself and how to do life. Hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you next week. 
If you like this podcast, you will love the deep dive that we provide on our consult calls. When is the last time you actually set aside any chunk of time to just think and talk about yourself, about your goals, and really dug into what's actually standing in your way? Just that alone, just having a sounding board for your thoughts can be incredibly eye-opening and help you get that aha moment that you need to actually take the first step toward lasting change. If during our conversation, we know for sure we can help you bridge the gap from where you are now to where you want to be, then we'll offer to share with you what our one-on-one coaching experience is like and how we can help support and guide you to that goal. You can book a call with us at sdavent.com slash call, and we can't wait to get to know you. 